boom Bitty boom bitty boom Okay, see if I can hear you better now that I got my, the right headphones on. Hopefully. There we go. I can hear. I can hear. I can hear. I can Your hear. Your ears now work. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Russie Manuel, director of Occupants, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. citizens. They all have seen nightmare visions beforehand. The same pattern is repeating around the world, so there could be an overriding paranormal element. Are you talking about magic? Then we have to find John Constantine. It's a dream team. You, me, Zatanna, Batman, maybe even a Justice League. Let's take a walk on the dark side then. Swamp Thing! You dare threaten the green. Draga Malefic. Draga Malefic. Let's do this. Fuck it off. Your life is a patchwork of blackness with no time for joy. How do you cope with it? I have a butler. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Comic Pop Gets Animated brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard along with Logan. And today we are going to be looking at Justice League Dark. It is a 2017 movie from Warner Brothers Animation directed by Jay Oliva. And Logan's going to give us the details. A new justice emerges from the dark. When innocent citizens start committing nightmarish crimes across Metropolis and Gotham City, the Justice League suspects an otherworldly cause. Magic! The race is on as Batman seeks the help of the one man who can stand up to these supernatural forces, John Constantine. Usually an arrogant loner, even Constantine soon learns that defeating these dark powers will take the mystical teamwork of Zatanna, Deadman, Etchikin the Demon, and even a wild card upon whom Constantine is hesitant to call. Get ready to take a walk on the dark side of justice with the next all-new DC Universe animated original movie. And this is one that it is rated R, mainly for yeah. probably the subject matter being supernatural in nature mm -hmm. and some of the violence in it. Uh, there might be a little bit of language, but I didn't hear a whole lot. Uh, and there wasn't too, there wasn't any sexual overtones or anything like yeah. that that I saw, I'm though. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Orchid even had actual clothes on, even oh. with the, I'm pretty sure, Barbie doll anatomy or the Yeah, it, it was, she had... Clothes, know, on. clothes on, yeah. Yeah, it, almost seemed like it was instead Barbie doll anime. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked the do he knocked the mic, folks. <laughs> almost seemed like it was Barbie doll anatomy instead, but yeah, I'm pretty sure she did indeed just have clothes on. 
Yeah, it was made to like, be closed like. But uh, he's talking about Orchid, who's part of the House of Mystery that we'll be getting to eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but the costumes for this one are part of the New 52 storyline costumes. If I'm remembering right, the majority of them look kind of in that vein. Uh, not exactly, but reminiscent yeah, of that. And we start out with Wonder Woman is who we start out with. Yep. And she basically stops up. Sorry, I'll put this down. <laughs> or gives you either or. Either or. The first one we start off with is Wonder Woman. And she is, I can't remember what town she's in or city. It's not a town. No clue. City. But, but she stops a lady from mowing down citizens. Though, <laughs> why they were just standing in the street? Because <laughs> she wasn't going onto the sidewalks to mow down citizens. She was literally just going through the streets, hitting random <laughs> onlookers in True. the middle of the street. And they wouldn't get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah. And this is where we find out. She thinks she's seeing demons. And mm-hmm. the lady's scared to death. And, yeah, she just stomps the gas pedal and goes. And the first few people, you could see, okay, she would run over. But like Logan said, that far of a stretch with people in the yeah. middle of the road not moving, it's like, really, guys? One of them even hopped up to the hood of the car for a bit. <laughs> uh, but, and then, you know, like I said, Wonder Woman stops her. And we go on to the next scene, which is Superman, which is probably one of the more disturbing scenes. Yeah. It's a, it's a guy that's mm-hmm. trying to kill his family, wife and kids. Because he thinks they're monsters who killed his family. Kind of like the neighbors who... Yeah. yeah. And Superman is like... And Superman stops him. And and that's when he did the explanation of kind of like the neighbors to Superman. And Superman's like, what? <laughs> and he goes, they're in the shed. Or he says, follow me. And he takes them out to the shed. I can't remember which, but yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and they and, yeah. open the doors and... Yeah, oh. that kind of looked like a bit of torture bit too but yeah it reminded me a a comic akil scene with the shed with the girl well not that bad but no but similar similar because you had scaled down version of it yeah but you had people on hooks you had Mm -hmm. some of them that were missing limbs (laughs) i saw one in the background isn't a limb i think there were all of four corpses in there yeah probably about that but yeah they were all the neighbors dead in the guy's shed in the back so i was like Mm. ooh okay this is gruesome this isn't the first time this has happened apparently so this is the type of superhero movie this is people will die and they they show the bodies Uh and some of the aftermath sometimes so be warned of that it's not a kid's show again this is rated r for a reason mainly the Uh violence (laughs) so and then we jump to batman and gotham yep and he's basically found this lady with a baby on a rooftop who thinks she's given birth to the devil which as you can probably grasp the pattern by now hallucinating true But she tosses the kid over, and Batman swings down, saves it, and he gets up to uh, the next perch that he's at, and all of a sudden you hear this, ah, and it's black. And uh-huh. it's the mother of the child jumped to her death. So it's like, again, this is just like the first five to ten minutes of the movie. Yep. <laughs> so, and that's probably the most gruesomest parts to a degree. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but then we jump to the Hall of Justice, which I, Logan won't get this reference, but to me, that is a key spot because the Hall of Justice was in the old Super Friends cartoon back in the day. I don't know if you've really seen them or know about the Hall of Justice per se. I've seen references 
the Super Friends before, including one when we watched the bonuses to this with the was it Doom movies? Probably, yeah. So, but the Hall of Justice was an old trope back in the Super Friends animated TV series back in the late seventies, I believe it was, maybe mid seventies. So that was a cool callback for me to see that again. But basically, it's like they're like, oh, these people are seeing things, and it's not just here; it's all over the world. Um, yeah. You know, and then as you saw in the trailer, you know, yeah. Batman's like, we were talking magic. And mm-hmm. Though he doesn't actually immediately go for Constantine. No, he does not. Yeah, that's spliced <laughs> in from a bit later on in the movie. Yeah, because he basically goes back to his mansion and, you know, he's like, this is BS. And he's in the in his restroom shaven and then all of a sudden the name Constantine appears on his mirror and, and then in blood like letters on his I think bedroom, bedroom wall walls. Yeah, bedroom and walls. then Q credits as if Batman was actually seeing the credits in a slightly hallucinogenic thing oh, probably not no, what actually happened not what no. happened <laughs> he probably just saw the Constantine over and over on the walls but <laughs> yeah. yeah you could for maybe a few seconds think maybe he actually is seeing the credits except for the names of the people no i think yeah, that's just you yeah. getting that <laughs> which is fine but no I that's not maybe what it was for all of a minute you believe that but, yeah. uh, but then we get introduced basically to a the batch that's going to make up the Justice League dark, little by little. Uh-huh. We discover Boston Brand, who is the dead man. Mm-hmm. He's probably, is he the first one we encounter? No, or is it it's Constantine and Etrigan, and, and I can't remember that. Oh, you're talking about, the I was talking game. about Batman meeting them. Oh, you're talking about the poker game. Yeah, Batman we want to meets mention, Zatanna first. We yeah. want to meet, mention the poker game, because that's pretty good. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> first, the demon cheats. And he's one of three, actually, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Then Constantine cheats. Then everything goes boom. <laughs> <laughs> or more actually just a brawl, but yeah. Yeah, a supernatural brawl with lasers coming out of stuff. So <laughs> I'm honestly not sure if Constantine was actually cheating or if he just stopped the other guy from cheating. I think it was kind of stopped the other guy from cheating. Yeah, because I think I recognized <laughs> that, too, that was in his hands. So yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Constantine's one of these characters. If you've seen the short-lived TV series or read the book, he's British, and he basically doesn't care about anything. Just pretty mm-hmm. much out for himself. Though there are times when he does show that he does actually care. But as mm-hmm. a outward appearance to most everybody, he's he's doesn't care. Yep. he's one of those that he's out for himself mm-hmm. and he has smart aleck remarks all the time and with uh when he was getting out of trouble with the three demons he makes jason blood turn into Etrigan. and forcefully yeah because he asked for his help first mm-hmm. and jason was like no i'm trying to stay away from that demon but he then constantly starts chanting a spell he basically does from naruto shikamaru's shadow possession except for with words too okay <laughs> he makes blood mimic his movements okay. vocal cords and all <laughs> but yeah, he brings out estrogen and he gets out. And he gets the MacGuffin for the show, basically. This bunch of crystals and stuff. And one yeah. of them dream the crystal? Actual, I think it was a dream crystal. And actually, that one was just the chunk of crystal because yeah. the other bits with the other guy. True. But then after that scene, we go back to Batman. He starts meeting these different people because he's yep. like, he's got to find Constantine. 
So he goes to Zatanna, Zatanna and Deadman's kind of right there at the same point. Yeah, he's apparently the one that did the Constantine messages. Yep, so he actually has Deadman already there, but doesn't realize it. Yeah. <laughs> so Zatanna basically tells him. So they basically get in the Batmobile and go to the House of Mystery, which is the residence of John Constantine. He is the current owner of it. And they meet him, they go in. Yeah. Uh, Jason Blood is in there? I don't think so, at actually. At that point? No. Was no, because they, they parted up. Yeah. Okay. So so we go back a little bit then, because I jumped ahead. I didn't realize. Uh, but this is one where Batman's kind of out of his element, dealing with magic, and a lot of times all the lines are, huh. Mm-hmm. He so, sees something happen and goes, huh. <laughs> so there is the time where he spooks a reaper. True, and that's, that's where we're getting to with Richie, the, one of the supposedly Constantine and Zatanna's friends, is dying, uh-huh. and they have four Reapers outside the house. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even know if he can see them for Pretty sure. Pretty sure, no. That's what I'm thinking. He didn't see them, but the Reapers were all gathering around him, and so, you know, he has they come escaped us so many times. He's helped others escape, I think, was the main thing, though. He's done that too, but he's he's escaped us so many times and so mm-hmm. enticing. And he's just looking straight ahead, and the one of the Reapers, or they call them Shrouds, and this, yeah. is right mm-hmm. in front of his face, and he just mm-hmm. deadpans, boo. <laughs> it scares the Shroud. <laughs> yeah. So, which is, like as Logan said, basically the Reaper. So there are fun moments in this mm-hmm. show, and Constantine gives them, Batman gives them, of all people. Uh, yeah. It's hilarious. So they go into him, and basically Richie, the friend, is not really a friend because... Something in the past between yeah. the three of these people, especially John and Richie. Yeah, they got were doing, infected in one of their last jobs. Yeah, so. and he ages faster now. Yep. So it's like, okay. So he's pissed at Constantine. Doesn't want to give him anything. Some type of ring type deal. Yeah, to help open portals to alternate dimensions right. or alternate planes, which includes mindscapes. True, and then they go back, and he gives it to Zatanna, uh-huh. and he won't give it to Constantine. He, there's no and way. He only gave it to them in the first place because Batman asked to. <laughs> that he said the best part of this day is I got to meet Batman. <laughs> uh-huh. Good. He said some smart aleck remark about Bat. Oh, it was a. Uh, he's such a talker. <laughs> I remember that mm-hmm. part too. <laughs> They were talking about Batman. He's like, Batman's such a talker. And it's like, okay, yes. So there were a lot of humorous spots in this. But the team at that point goes to the hospital to where the father yeah. is basically in a coma. Mm-hmm. And they use this device that Richie gave them to for well, Zatanna and Constantine mm-hmm. to go into his mind. Yep. Which, like Logan pointed out, did not make sense. Because he told Zatanna mm-hmm. he wanted her to stay outside so he can yell. Give his shout if the body was under attack. Right. That's probably why, well, originally he didn't think it was necessary to get Batman or Deadman to help with this in the first place. Which, that's probably why he was agreeing with having Zatanna come along anyways. That you can be my spotter while I go in to search this. Because she was out of practice with that mind delving. True, but she put up. 
a fight or got stubborn and said, no, I'm going in and said, okay, and leaves Batman there. And it's like, how's Batman supposed to contact you? Yeah. If anything, bring Batman in. He already <laughs> pushed off dead man from possession. True. Of course, I'm not sure if he could go in in the first place with you, but. No. True. So it's kind of weird. Better than that having was, no warning yeah. when, uh, what? Well, we had a, we see this person yeah. doing a spell and out of the sewer comes all this gunk and basically we have a turd monster. Yeah. Uh, we could say it's a different word, but I'm going to use turd monster. Mm-hmm. So we get to see dead man and Batman fight a turd monster. <laughs> uh, they're actually pretty good. Yeah, they do. It's- Sprinkler is in a, a f- not sure what the machine was, but I can't remember. It looked like it had the paddles for the defibrillator thing. Yeah, not sure. well, electricity. So it was a, it was a defibrillator. You're right. Yeah. So it was electricity in the water to uh, stun it for a yeah, good basically bit. Didn't it make it explode too? No, because it just went very, very lightning for a good bit and stopped it from moving, basically. Well, how did it explode then? Because at the end, it exploded against all the walls. Oh, true, but that wasn't the final blow. That was, I think it was a lot of explosives from Constantine and Batman followed up with one final one from Constantine, maybe, but not sure. I don't remember Constantine even being there. They well, had to drag. I can't at the very, 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 oh, the very, end very, 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 yeah. And then, of course, Dead Man is back there saying, "Well, the blank hit the fan." <laughs> Looking yep. into the room, and I mean, it's a room literally covered with yeah. feces. So it's like, oh <laughs> no, they went there. They had a turd monster, literally. <laughs> yep. And Dead Man's main bit was keeping the civilians mostly unkilled there was oh. still a few that yeah they died yeah oh they yeah died. they, they, they don't shy like away he, from it yeah it looked like he actually managed to save a few of them if yeah. accidentally making that one guy die definitely <laughs> true but yeah and fire a few bullets from guards guns into the monster which oh. probably didn't do much did he start the sprinklers or was that batman i'm not sure actually i think it was batman did mm-hmm. that then he grabbed the defibrillator yeah wasn't so. sure if he did the sprinklers or not well but they get out of the hospital they go back to the house of mystery and that's where they find jason blood bent over i don't know who it was yeah i, don't know. I can't remember no take that back what was it what the hell <laughs> oh uh Jason, they go back to the House of Mystery, and Jason Blood is in there, and they start, Constantine starts chasing him or blasting after him, and they eventually get him, and they say, well, why did you run? And they say, well, I figured, you know, you figured I was wanting to steal the piece of rock, crystal, or whatever it was, so he, that's mm-hmm. why he ran. It's like, well, that's stupid, but either way, yeah, they think that. Yeah, because it was broken anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there were some things that were kind of head scratchers, but you you got to yeah. roll with it. And then we got a bit of Blood and Etrigan's backstory with right. their was, fight against the original holder of the Dreamstone. Destiny. Yep. And that was back in King Arthur days with Merlin mm-hmm. and all of them. He was evidently one of the Knights of Camelot. Didn't say the Knights of a Round Table, just Knights of Camelot. Yep. If I remember right. So, I was like, okay, cool. so they find out of that backstory with estragon 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 (laughs) estragon 
<laughs> Etrigan, actually. Okay, there you go. You betcha. You've but, actually said his name at least once as estrogen, so <laughs> don't worry. Yeah, there we go. You betcha. <laughs> don't worry. Most errors you have will pale in comparison to that. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> okay. Just get me there, why don't you? I thought it was funny. <laughs> it was. But, yeah, Destiny created the Dreamstone, and, uh-huh. which was what Constantine yeah. won in the poker game, part of what he won in the poker game. Yeah. And then they... And so back in Arthur's time, uh, Destiny's shields and ducks were moderately easily warded off or at least around the same level as Etrigan. So they were actually at least evenly matched, if not a fair advantage to Etrigan there. But yeah. Yeah, basically that is true. But they get on the track of Felix Faust. They get duped into basically saying that's who they yeah. need to go after. That's who this spellcaster is that's doing everything. Mm-hmm. But they've lost this Ashante key, which was what they got from Richie to go into the father's mind. It was uh-huh. an Ashante key. I forgot to mention that. But mm-hmm. they've lost this relic because they say, well, we have to go to somebody else to cross planes. Yep. And they go to the swamps because mm-hmm. Zatanna takes them to the swamps, if, if I remember right. No, or the House of Mystery does. I think it's the House of Mystery takes them there, basically. Mm-hmm. And Constantine just... Yeah, he steps out and says, all right. I th- did he use Swamp Thing or did he use the actual name Alec? Swamp Thing, I'm pretty sure. Okay. He's Which a- I thought it was a bit weird because does he actually call himself Swamp Thing or... I don't think he does. I think it's uh. just other people around him because oh. he calls himself the guardian of the green. Mm, so, or defender of the green is used sometimes. So, yep. but he's part of the green, which mm-hmm. basically, in essence, is the earth. Yeah, you know, plant life's guardian deity yep. or collective deity, whichever. The deity of the earth overall, because mm-hmm. uh, and but it, John Constantine basically goes up there and say, "Come on out of here! I'm going to uh, kill uh, your flowers." Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. And basically, he's hovering on a little disc of flame. So, uh, as, yeah. And Swamp Thing comes barreling out, and Zatanna trips Constantine up and basically says he's a, he's being a butt. That we do kind of need your help. <laughs> yeah. It will probably be somewhere that's scarred by dark magic. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I wish they would have had Swamp Thing in it more. Yeah. Because... Yeah, you didn't get the best impression. Easily uh, duped, and everybody pays a lot of attention to Constantine. But yeah. that'll be well, for later. Constantine, the reason for that is Constantine is one of the foremost magicians mm-hmm. in the DC universe. So I, that's understandable. Even though they hate him, they know he has power. True, but one of the guys that pays a lot of attention hasn't really been awake for, well, maybe not awake, but out of mystical well he's been trapped in the de- dream stone since etrigan and blood fused who's that destiny destiny oh yeah how i don't that remember taunt, constantine influencing him that taunt at the end to actually get him inside the bubble oh well that's that constantine's was, deal he's always you know he's I taunting know. making people pissed off so it does that that's, i could easily see him getting so him yeah. pissed off it's like getting him inside the bubble thing that was a bit odd it was yeah. basically him showing Constantine that he was more powerful and he wasn't scared of him. Uh-huh. And that's what Constantine was wanting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Constantine is a shucker and jiver as well. He'll, you know, he's a conniver. Yeah. <laughs> He'll get a ton. So, <laughs> and, and Swamp Thing gets him to Felix Faust's area. And he basically leaves. Yeah. And they go in and 
fight with Faust and find out that, no, he's not the actual one doing all of it. Yep. So they got to go back and they get to the House of Mystery because they brought Richie back there to help heal. Yeah, he was the one that identified Faust as the person. Yep. Which, yep, betrayal time. Yep, Rich, and this is where spoilers, like I always said, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Uh-huh. You know, uh, we find out that. It's kind of weird because it's called Justice League Dark, and there was, in the new 52 line, I don't know if it's in the current Rebirth line, they did have a Justice League Dark title, mm-hmm. and they formed this the group. and It was basically the DC Spellcasters League. In a, but yeah, basically it was. But this movie leaves off where they're not a group. Yeah. They just basically say Zatanna has been invited to join the Justice League, and they've asked Constantine as well. But Constantine didn't sound like he was going to join. Right. Yeah. And so but leaves off with the Constantine, Zatanna, Dead Man, and Orchid, right? Just having drinks in the House of Mystery. Right. So, like, And those are the tentative pairings, by the way. <laughs> True. <laughs> and so it's one of those where it's like, well, are they going to get together yeah. as a it's team on their own mm-hmm. or not? So it's, you're kind of left. Like, huh, is this actually going to be a team or not? So that, to me, was a little bit disappointing because I was wanting to see at the end the actual forming of the team and Batman pretty much saying, you know, we can't handle the magical stuff, so you're basically a branch of the Justice League. Yeah. Uh, From what I gathered, it was more Zatanna's joining in on Justice League. Constantine might help out every once in a while, but yeah, probably not actually going to go for being an active member. Just oh. call if you really, really need the help, because <laughs> the world is the place I live on. It's like, call me, baby. Or call me, baby. <laughs> That's pretty much it for Justice League Dark. We're going to jump to our tweets before we finish up the show with... <laughs> give out a few tweets and let everybody know if you want to get in touch with us and get stuff read back on the recordings you can get in touch us you can get in touch with us through facebook or twitter is the most common it seems like but look up comic pop library and we're there you can subscribe to us on itunes so if you want to do that we appreciate it fm player and listen notes has also grabbed us and has put us on their links as podcasts that people might be interested in so thank you to both of them it's very nice of them to do that for us but some of the tweets that we've gotten this last go around one's from jared sharaf we looked at a single of his called nyc which is basically new york city and i we enjoyed it and all that but uh said it was definitely hot and it was cool and so he just said thanks awesome and steaming hot people check it out and referring us referring everybody back to our link with his single on there so thank you for doing that for us jared it's greatly appreciated and then justin fabus we looked at one of his music videos called i hope she'll thank of me single and he basically wanted to write back saying a big thank you to comic pop library for all their support and again we appreciate everything that other people do for us and then lastly a person that retweeted about one of the interviews we had recently and this was for playing with dolls havoc where we had renee perez peter metz and Stormy Maya on, and Jamie Greff grabbed us on Twitter, and then she 
and then they came back and said solid interview and then said it's they were also excited about it hunkers which is going to be directed by perez starring maya as well so and that was co-write and it was co-written by jamie so so maybe in the future we might be able to get a hold of that movie it hunkers and get the gang back together and add jamie to the mix when we interview again so hopefully that will come about so that's pretty cool pretty cool that they did that so thank you all we love supporting you and we definitely love and appreciate you guys supporting us back it's very much appreciated and it can easily create a chain of things like with (laughs) praise so like the kevin bacon chain through three degrees from kevin bacon yeah, maybe not quite that one, but mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to Justice League Dark, though. Before we leave out again, this is a rated R movie. It is from Warner Brothers Animation. It is seventy-six minutes long, so it's you know not a bad length of a movie. It's under an hour and a half, so that's not mm-hmm. bad at all. It does contain violence. It does contain a little bit of language, mm-hmm. uh, but this one. I mean, I don't mind the rated R animated movies. I don't mind superhero movies being rated R because technically, yeah. if you think about it, some of these things that they do would cause some deaths. They, you know, they're going to be hyped mm-hmm. up. And so to me, having a rated R animated movie doesn't bother me. Uh, definitely go with the codes, you know, rated R is rated R. Rated R. So 17 and up or 18 and up, depending on your state. But mm-hmm. I would say put this within your collection. Yeah. Definitely separate it out from your kids' animated yeah, no. shows. You know, we have a specific area that we have for just animation that is for teens and older. Mm-hmm. So this is one that would definitely be put in there. We have a separate area for the younger kids. Yeah. So if you don't have that separated within your public libraries, that's something Maybe you might be want to careful consider. There. Yeah, be careful there and consider separating it out. Or if you mm-hmm. don't have it separated out, put it with your regular movies. Yeah, wherever you put superhero movies. Yeah. And just treat it like that instead of a kid's animated show. So be forewarned about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is one I recommend. There are some head-scratching moments in it, but all in all, it was a fun story. Mm -hmm. Uh, It had the, you know, had the comedic elements in it. What do you think, Logan? Yeah, pretty good. And yes, it did have some of those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I am am being asked what I think. (laughs) That's fine. It's short and succinct. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) It was good, by my opinion. Okie doke. So, uh, for libraries in general, again, like I said, be aware. I I think any size library could put it in there. Superheroes are big. If it's for your personal animation (laughs) collection, of course, buy it. Put it within your own library of animated movies. It'd, It'd be a good addition to it. I think that's going to do it for us this go around. I want to thank everybody out there for listening to Logan and I have fun discussing Justice League Dark. Uh, We've had fun. We definitely hope you've had fun. We'll see everybody on the flip side. Bye. Bye. I can see it all so clear. Please believe me. I really had something to say. But now it's bye-bye.
thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.